You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's get into yesterday's fifth-round FA Cup results. Here is how it all went down. Chelsea get the 3-2 win over Leeds. Manchester United 1-0 over Nottingham Forest. Wolves 1-0 over Brighton. And Liverpool 3-0 over Southampton. Let's take a deeper look at that Nottingham Forest-Manchester United match. Um, It took a Casemiro late winner to get the result for Manchester United. Here's a look at it. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if he's not going to be the defensive signing that I think that uh, every every Manchester United fan thought they were getting, at least he's scoring goals. <laughs> uh, he's, he's still impactful defensively. Casemiro is a top-class player. You know, he's one of those ones that will go down as a great. And as much as he's been given that label at Real Madrid, he used to break up play and be the one that disrupts oppositions from getting forward, probably in the same mold as they wanted him to be Makaleli, mm-hmm. but he's probably the evolution of Makaleli and he's a goal scorer as well. He's an all-round centre midfield player. He started scoring not similar to sorry, not similar to Modric, who as well could do it, but he's more enforceable in the sense of being a ball winner, more ball dominant, stopping oppositions from being able to get at you. He wasn't scoring goals at this rate with Real Madrid. No, um, he wasn't but, needed. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah, just, you know, of course. Like but at the beginning of the season, for, for the handful of games he played this season, um, he scored a lot of goals. He scored several important goals for United already. I feel like there there was a Chelsea late winner yeah. that he scored a, 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 two seasons ago. He's you know? an aerial threat as well. I mean, when you look at it, how they're using him at Manchester United, yes, he's been there to be that solid midfielder. But to be in the Prem, you need to be that solid midfielder that can probably do a bit more. You talk about Kante as well. Kante's time at Chelsea. People didn't realise, look how many times Kante got forward and scored goals for Chelsea where he was capable of doing that. But he was needed more so to do this in Manchester United than he ever was at Real Madrid. Like you said, you look at the players he's surrounded at at Real Madrid. That's not your job. We want you to stop play and break up play. It wasn't Kante going forward is icing on the cake. Yeah. Casemiro going forward is severely needed. He's especially when you're, as well. He's especially when, when your center forward is Marcus Rashford, who I don't know how much more evidence we need Eesh. that he does not his 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 style is not back to goal. That is not where you're going to get the best 
out of Marcus Rashford, and especially if he's not going to be fed. And uh, Bruno Fernandez had a great game, created a lot of opportunities. You have just none of those things, none of those passes, none of those uh, balls were coming to Marcus Rashford in a way where he can help your team. He needs to be able to get in behind. Mm. He needs to be able to cut in. He needs to be able to put pressure on your back line while running at them. And if you're playing back to goal, it's clearly not his uh, skill set. He's not. No, I mean, right now for me, again, listen, I look at this Manchester United performance. It wasn't great. It took, like I said, last minute Casemiro goal to get the win. They are not a team. They're not a cohesive team. Whenever you look at that performance from yesterday, it's still not a great performance. It's nothing that they could come out with a lot of positives. They got the job done. They were the better team, Mm -hmm. but I don't think they were a good team. Does that make sense? I I wouldn't even say they were that much better than Forrest. They just got the job done and they got the win, which is fine. But still, from a performance perspective and how some of these players are playing, it's not working. Anthony, for me, is a player you put, I can't remember how much they spent for him, if it's 60 million or whatever it is. No, he's the fourth He choice. starts again, and it's just for me, what do you do? There is no end product, really and truly, and it's not being disrespectful, but you're at Manchester United. This is what people have to understand. You, you go to a club that's known around the world, there's expectancies there. You've got to be expected to produce. Working hard is just a basic from any professional football player in the modern game now. So you got to do your job. You're a winger. You got to create chances and score goals. He's done neither. He has done neither. You're better off putting a youth team player in that than Anthony, than the money you spend for Anthony. I have a question for you. Considering United's form, that they've not been convincing yeah. yet in the grand scheme of things from 2024, it hasn't been that bad on results-wise, right? They're different. United historically have had this way of grinding out a win, maybe despite not, not playing the best, right? They've been able to get the win. Yeah. Um, do you see, comparative to Chelsea, for example, who's another Premier League team that has been doing great in the FA Cup, out of the two, who do you think can, I don't want to use the word stumble, but I'm going to do it anyway. I feel like it's, it's a good representation. Stumble their way to an FA Cup final. Um, is, it, is it going to be United or is it going to be... Chelsea, or neither? I, I can't see neither of them. I honestly can't see neither of them getting there. You know, obviously we're going to talk about Chelsea as well. You look at the goal that Chelsea conceded. Defensively, they're not great. And even, I think, Pochettino himself came out and said, wasn't a great performance, but we needed the win. Now, that's a manager just being honest, because the fans can see it. Manchester United, for me, everyone can see there's just something not quite there. Did, right uh, there. did Ten Hag say anything to piss you off after the game? Um, <laughs> <laughs> was just Ten typical speak? Ten Hag. I'm just but, um, I think the biggest thing is what you look at as well is you look at Marcus Rashford's performances because that's been a big concern. Someone that's come through the academy, they expect him to know what it means to play for that club, to wear the badge with pride and be that leader. There's something just not quite right there. So whether it's him and a manager falling out or whether it's the fact of Marcus Rashford needs a new environment because it's just not working for him at Manchester my, United. My only suggestion is that maybe it's the way Eric Ten Hag manages. There's something about the, the way Marcus Rashford has played and who he's played best for that maybe he plays best when he has a manager that can put his arm around But him. he was playing so well last year exactly. at this time. And that's the thing. What's the difference Lights from out. last year to Lights now? Lights out. It was, he, he couldn't was stop more, scoring he was getting goals. Service. He was getting service on the left side. He was able to, same manager. to be effective. Yeah, but it's, it's pretty much the same managers and same players. So what's the big difference now? No, Luke Shaw was out for a long time. He was very effective last year in being able to feed him the ball. He Luke had, Shaw's played a few games as well this year. Yeah. He's had some injuries issues. He's, but been, out, he's been out for a significant it's, it's, amount it's, of time. This is more, this is more yeah. pressure on Marcus Rashford. This isn't 
really about getting okay, service. Okay, so we're not we're not convinced by Manchester United. Uh, I, I, okay. No, because we have we have a certain standard of Manchester United that that collectively we hold them at. Um, but it's not the end of the world right now. No, and, it's and not it the feels end of like the world. any time, any time they United loses. But okay. Can I, can I, can I, I'll just put this, this, this comparison quickly. Then. Sixth, right? Sixth. So, yeah. But I'll make this comparison, right? So we talked about Man City recently and their results and, oh, Manchester City weren't convincing they got the job done, this and that. But we never talk about how they look as a team, mm -hmm. as a collective unit. We say that they got the result, they grounded it, they're going about their business quietly. When you look at Manchester United, you cannot say that they look like a team that's grinding out results. You're just waiting for that big crap to really open up. When right. you talk about Manchester they, United. They struggle a little bit more, but it doesn't seem, for example, back to the question that I posed, what's going on at Chelsea seems much more erratic than what's going yeah. on at, okay. at United. So, well, let's chat about that that Leeds-Chelsea match. Uh, this one was really, really fun, it's actually. Great, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a great yeah. match. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea end up winning 3-2 uh, thanks to a late winner from Conor Gallagher. But Leeds got on the board first in, in this one. Well, and you this just, is the winner. And this is thought. the winner by Conor Gallagher. Had to come off the bench and get the winner in the dying minutes to give Chelsea that 3-2 win. And oh. again, we talk about Chelsea, right? You look at all their competitions and results right now. Conor Gallagher is a player that's constantly being linked with a move out of that club, mm. an academy product, real great prospect. He's shown what he can do now. People question about what, how he impacts the game as a midfielder, what does he do? But for me, again, he's disruptive wins his tackles, wins his duels, and now he's adding the crown to his head by scoring goals. And he scored a lot of important goals for Chelsea. He had to come off the bench to score that winner. Yeah. I mean, he must feel good after that really big, big miss at the uh, Carabao yeah. Cup yeah. final. And, you know, Chelsea presumably has to sell about $100 million worth of players. I'm not making that number up. <laughs> In order for – I'm not making that number up. I know, actually, I know. It's that's, million, that's it actually might be wild. $100 million pounds uh, of players just to sort of be able to balance the books for financial fair play. Uh, I mean, you're looking at Conor Gallagher as someone who a lot of other teams would probably want and plays like this, moments like this, just continue to raise his value. He's, he's an incredible player. I know Crystal Palace missed him. You saw that Argentine-English connection between Enzo and Conor? Mm. I see it. I see it. But I want to give credit to the Leeds player, 17 years old, Archie Gray. 17 years old, playing in the FA Cup at Stamford Bridge against two players of the value of 225 yeah. million, and he did not look out of place. 17 years old, he's already played 30. I hope you're ready to give some flowers the to the Liverpool children. I was going to say, 17 is a veteran. That's coming later. In the show. No, he's 17 <laughs> years old. <laughs> this, is what, this is what I'm saying, but this is what we've got to put in perspective of what goes yeah. on no, in the world's football. And to do a, that at 17. It's a really good point. The, 32 games. If you listen to Pochettino after the match, he spoke about, you know, they went down in, in this game and sort of the, the character that it oh, required to, the, to come back, especially after the loss in the Carabao mm -hmm. Cup final. But this was this was a win that was so desperately needed for Chelsea, especially at Stamford Bridge in front of their fans. Um, I, I think that this was if if they had lost this this game, Pochettino was sweating yeah. in that post-game interview. And I was like, oh my God, I'm this, this, is, is, a man, this is a man who, if they had lost this match. Jeez. So much pressure. Obviously, I feel like this. these are the traps of FA Cup, right? And with no disrespect to Leeds, who's doing an incredible job in the they championship. Are. And they have Leicester in second next, place. Who's doing an incredible job in yeah. the championship. Maybe not as of late. Nonetheless... Chelsea needed to win this game. There was no other result that really no. could have 
It wasn't about style of play or anything. It was literally just they needed to win. And that's what Pochettino said. It was a needed win mm -hmm. to put confidence in the team and also probably in the fan base to really continue to believe. But like you said, you've got to give credit to Leeds. They pushed them to... They did. It was a 3-2 win only. It wasn't like a full, convincing, dominating performance. And they did Leeds not look away, I think Leeds walked away pretty happy with what happened and pretty confident. Obviously, you want to win. But I have a feeling that staying at the top of the uh, or in second place, getting an automatic um, you know, promotion to the Premier League sure. is a little bit more important than an FA Cup to them right now. And they need all hands on deck for that. But they walk out of this game saying, yo, we just played with a billion-dollar team, yeah. and we were it's, fine. It's they a, can compete in the Premier League. And this feels a little different than when Burnley came up. Even though they absolutely ransacked the championship, this team feels a bit more full. They it's also a good Premier experience. Well. And again, we talk about the young kid, Archie Gray, 17 years old. He's playing against top-class players, mm -hmm. international players, and to go there and perform like that and not look out of place, it could only fill him with more confidence. We've already played 32 games in the championship. So for Leeds, like you said, they can look at it now. If we do get promoted to the Premier League, which is the main objective, we can compete. We add a few more of the right pieces. We can compete to only lose by a narrow goal to Chelsea. It, it is a good performance. Yeah, they were a fun team to watch yesterday. It only takes two minutes of sheer horror. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. We were dealing with a serial killer preying on elderly women. A cold-blooded killer hidden in plain sight. He's suffocating people with a pillows. Leaving corpses all over Texas. How did it happen? I was responsible for her. The guilt is immeasurable. They covered it up. Pillowcase Murders, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus.